How many of you believe that it's time to arise and shine? How many of us believe that it's time to arise and shine? Church, we have a promise in Scripture. Isaiah 60, that when the darkness covers the earth and the people in it, the Lord will, he will, he, it doesn't say he might or he may, but he will arise upon you. And the glory will be seen upon you. Hallelujah. For we are the glorious and we are the rising ecclesia of God. I'm going to say that again. We are the glorious and we are the rising ecclesia of God. And as we've seen this morning, if you think we've been worshiping before, you haven't seen anything yet because we will, as the church, get more undignified than this. So let's get set on fire in this house, church. Let's stay set on fire because the devil has overplayed his hand. I'm telling you, the devil has overplayed his hand because you see the church who carries the true authority and power in this nation has awakened out of its sleep and is saying the gates of hell will not prevail. And the Lord gave me this word uh, Wednesday night at our gathering uh, for the body of Christ. I heard him say, do not put your hope in who is or who isn't inaugurated. For I am inaugurating my church in this hour to lead this nation. For when my church speaks, my holy fear will speak and things that couldn't get done before will now get done. Because I have given my church, through my son Jesus, the highest authority in this nation. Demons are shaking, hell is trembling, for the ecclesia has risen, and King Jesus has placed his sword in the ground and claimed the territory of this nation as his own. Hallelujah. Let's begin to pray. Cross the room. Can we just pray? Just stir the living waters. Continue to stir the living waters across the room as you pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Release your heavenly language. Thank you, Jesus, across the room. Thank you, Lord. Release heaven's piercing light. Release heaven's piercing light in the house. Thank you, Jesus. You're being upgraded from arrows to spears in this house as your spirit prayers pierce through the darkness. Hallelujah. Turn everything else off but the Holy Trinity right now. Everything else is off but the Holy Trinity. Thank you, Jesus. See Jesus. See the light breaking through as the darkness bows to him. Hear the roar in the heavens. Feel the ground shaking as the prison walls cave in. Hallelujah. Come on, keep going, church. Keep praying, releasing it. Thank you, Lord. Open up, let the light in. Open up, let the light in. The light of heaven. 
Open up, let the lion in. Open up and let the lion in. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Open up, let the lion in. Open up, let the lion in. Open up, let the lion in. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Open up, let the lion in. <laughs> Let's go one more time. Someone else lead it for me. I'm I'm not a singer. Someone else lead it for me. Come on, open up, let the light. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Open up, let the Joy. Joy in the house. Begin to count it pure joy. The word says to count it pure joy because the testing stirs up power within you. The testing in this hour releases steadfastness. It brings you to a place of lacking nothing. In the face of difficulty, the word says, what an invaluable opportunity to experience a great joy. A great joy in the house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's start blessing the prophets. Can we bless the prophets? Come on, church. Start blessing the prophets this morning. Just all across the room, start blessing the prophets in the body of Christ. The prophets that feel as if they failed the church. They need to be blessed and they need to be encouraged this morning. Because we need them to get back up and speak the word of the Lord. The Jezebel spirit is wanting to take out the prophetic voice in the church. Why? Why? Because there is power in the prophetic. And because the church needs the prophetic, 
We need the prophetic in the church. So bless the prophets this morning. We will not be the ones who bash the prophets one day and then the next day we want a good word from them. It's time to mature. We are the body of Christ. We are the family of God. We will not turn our swords against our brothers and sisters. There's a prophetic voice being raised up in this house. If you are in a battle of questioning the things in which you've heard the Lord speak to you, I say shake it off this morning. Shake it off. Shake it off. Dust it off. I silence the accuser in the name of Jesus Christ. Dust it off and run the race set before you. Thank you, Jesus. I see a vision of many of you running. You've been running. And this may be for the body of Christ as well. I see you've been running and you have fallen, but you're getting back up this morning on your feet. Thank you, Jesus. You're getting back up on your feet. We've got some runners in the house this morning. Because the church is getting back up on its feet and it's running in the name of Jesus. Some of you have stopped running because you've gotten tired and heavy. And I see the Lord breaking forth next to you on the track on his horse. And next to him is a vigorous and running race horse. And he is releasing it to you to get on the horse and run swiftly. And run focused and run mightily. And I say in the name of Jesus, here come the spirit riders. Here come the spirit riders. Riding out of the house of the Lord into the earth. Focused, refreshed, swift, and mighty in the name of Jesus. Because it's about upgrade. And you're going to run faster and swifter. And more focused and with more power. There's a taunting happening right now. There's this spirit of haughty laughter from those that oppose the Lord and his people. There is an uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God. But church, we are actually the ones who are laughing in holy joy. Because those that oppose the Lord and His people, they think they've won, but they've actually lost. They've actually lost because an army of righteous reformers has been built through this shaking in our nation. And the church has awakened and answered the call to ride out onto the battlefield and enforce the victory of the Lord our God. They think they've won. Let's laugh at that. Can we laugh? <laughs> Come on, church, laugh at that. They think they've won. <laughs> Come on, laugh at that. Let it well up from deep inside your belly. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> this is called Joy Fair. <laughs> That's funny. It's called joy fair because Psalms 2 verse 4 says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. 
And we ask, what is he laughing at in this passage? And we see that our God is laughing at what his enemies are saying and what his enemies are planning. So we join in with the laughter of heaven. Because the enemy and those he's using, they think they are going to get away with what they are doing to our country. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> You know when your cheeks start hurting, the glory of the Lord is present. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is in the house. I saw where someone said a few months back, they said, at this point, uh, Jesus doesn't need to take the, the wheel. He needs to pull over on the side of the road and spank some of y'all with a flip-flop. <laughs> I mean, you know, how many of us could, you know, use a little spanking with a flip-flop every now and then from the Lord for how we act? But for those, but for those that have been taunting the holy house of God, for those that have led children into darkness, For those that have used their positions of authority to oppress and to control and abuse, there is a lot more than a flip-flop coming. There are those that think God is approving of this new administration. How can God approve the things in which he hates? Agendas and plans and executive orders that directly go against his holy word and are an abomination to him. Woe to those, woe to those who call good evil and evil good, who put light for darkness and darkness for light, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Isaiah 5.20. There is a massive difference in something being allowed by God for a period of time and something that is ordained by God. So I do not believe that this present administration in our country is ordained by God. And I believe that those who get in line and approve of it will get out of alignment with the Lord. Be very careful what you align your heart with. Continue to let the plumb line of righteousness run through you. And the Bible, the holy word of God, be your standard. And I will not congratulate it because I will not congratulate an evil plan or an agenda of the devil. Can we laugh at one more thing here in the house this morning? Let's laugh at this lie that the enemy has been telling believers right now. Can we laugh at this one more thing? God has taken his hand off of our nation. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> Can we laugh at that lie? That God has taken his hand off of our nation. You don't know our God. You don't know him if that's what you think. God has not taken his hand off of our nation. The United States of America was actually founded on our love and commitment to God. 
God founded Israel on his love and commitment for them. But the United States of America was different because it was founded on our love and desire for him. And he does not forget that. He has begun a good work in our nation and he will finish it. America is not dead. It has merely been sleeping and it will arise. It will arise. Mark chapter 5, 38 through 42, it says, They came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside. He put them all outside. And he took the child's father and mother and those who were with them, him and went in where the child was. Verse 41. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumi, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking for she was 12 years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. Hallelujah. This is a moment where God is saying, why are you making a commotion and weeping? The nation is not dead, but it has been sleeping. And though they laugh and taunt, I am exposing and expelling those that taunt my people and that defy the armies of the living God. I'm putting them outside. And the true fathers and mothers in my house are being raised up. The ones who believe are going to see the miracles and are coming with me. I want to be, I always want to be the one that goes into the room with Jesus. I want to see the miracles and believe. He says, as they come with me, they will see the miracles as I grab the nation by the hand and I say, arise, wake up, get up and walk. Hallelujah. And we will immediately be overcome with amazement. Now, I don't want to stop the glory train, but I do want to address a few things because church, we did sleep in. And, and when I say we, I'm speaking of the church as a whole in the nation. We did sleep in. We did hit the snooze button one too many times. And uh, we showed up late to our meeting with destiny. Uh, a remnant has now risen up and has asked the Lord to excuse our tardiness. And hallelujah, our God, he is a God who is rich in mercy and he is abundant in grace. And we are awake now. We are opening up and we are letting the light and the lion in. The new administration has been rolling out their godless plans, many of which are masked in false light and a false love. They have been making executive orders aggressively since Wednesday, and we've seen it coming. We've seen it coming. It's why we've been standing so firm and so unshaken. And I'm certainly not going to begin listing them off. Uh, because I do not want to magnify these things in this specific moment. And I believe most everyone's aware. And we've seen it coming. And we are not surprised. It's why we've been fighting. It's why we've stood with Donald Trump. And it's also why it's never been about Donald Trump. We have not been warring for a man. 
although a man has been involved. We have not been battling for a political party, but for the purposes and the promises of the Lord our God. We have made uh, bold declarations uh, about who will be the president in faith as we stand on what is right and as we stand for biblical values and truth in our nation. And through all of this, we've continued to state the importance of understanding that Donald Trump is not someone that can save America or be a type of spiritual reformer. That is the job of the church. God has used him as a bulldozer, if you will, a delay, a pushback of all the dark agendas coming against our nation so that the church can have time to wake up, take its rightful place, and begin to lead the nation. And while we have not given a, you know, a thus says the Lord or a uh, this is what God spoke to me a word about it here specifically in this house Uh, We have honored the prophets, and we have declared it to be so. And I have the blessing uh, to speak on behalf of the five-fold leadership team here at Arise uh, Birmingham and say that we would absolutely do it all over again because it is worth the fight. The unborn children of destiny in our nation are worth the fight, church. They're worth it all day long and all night long. Our freedoms in this great nation for our children and our grandchildren to worship God freely, it's worth the fight. It's worth it. The sanctity of marriage and God-given identity of male and female is worth the fight. Protection of children from sexual predators is worth the fight. And the truth is always worth the fight. We will not apologize Or we will not back down for standing strong and bold for the things that are always and will always be worth it. And I want to encourage you, church, do not apologize for standing for righteousness in our nation. The righteous are bold as a lion. Continue to roar, church. Continue to roar. And I want to remind you, church, uh, that God did not save Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego before they were thrown into the furnace. He saved them inside the furnace. Inside the furnace. And it says, the hair of their heads were, were not singed. Their cloaks were not harmed. And no smell of fire had come upon them. And what happened? And they looked, and there was another one in the fire. There was another one in the fire with them. And I want to remind you, church, this morning that while, yes, we have seen and are currently seeing evil agendas and plans coming from the enemy to our nation, there's something else that is far greater, far higher, and far stronger, and it's the glory of the Lord God Almighty that is coming to our nation. Who is this King of glory? It says in Psalm 24, 8, It is the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. And when the glory of God comes, demons and principalities of darkness have no choice but to flee. They cannot exist in the glory realm of God. Fear cannot exist in the glory realm of God. Viruses cannot exist in the glory realm of God. Defeat 
does not exist in the glory realm of God. And the word of the Lord over our church is still that there shall be a wall of fire around us and the glory of God will dwell in our midst. The word of the Lord over our church is still that a healing portal is opening up in this house for the nation and for the nations. And the word of the Lord over our nation is still America shall be saved. Jesus has not decided to take his sword out of the ground and say, ah, I'll claim a different territory. It's his. It's his. And he is calling us to rule and to reign with him. He's giving us the keys, the keys. And he's saying it's time to put your hand to the plow and go to work, church. It's time to go to work, church. Hallelujah. If you could give me. Just a second to get a sip of water. I'm preaching this morning. (laughs) And as we have blessed the prophets in the house this morning and the the prophets in the church, in the in the earth, um, I do also believe it's very important that we aren't focused on the gift of prophecy in such a way that we miss the very spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus, who is the word, who is the truth that sets us free. Uh, Make certain that we are going to the word himself, Jesus above any else. As we've been speaking and singing and keeping the name of Jesus on our lips this morning, we must be laser focused Eyes set and locked on Jesus and him alone. Set and locked. Laser focused on Jesus. And so many, you know, so many think they have the answers right now. And so many, many are searching for answers. Uh, I believe it's a potential snare if we continue to ask questions like why. I believe it's a potential snare if we continue to ask questions like when or how or who. Right now, although God does have a grace for us in our weakness to need to know something according to man's calendar. I do not believe uh, those are the questions to be asking because our almighty God is not subject to man's calendar. His timing and his ways are perfect and always right on time. And often we see that when the Lord gets our full focus on him where it needs to be, the very thing we've been contending and believing for then manifest because, as Wes said, we are resting in him. We are seated in him. And then God has done a complete work in us. And when it has the appearance, when it has the appearance on the earth, that the enemy's territory is increasing. Okay, church, we can know that what actually is happening is that the anointing and the power, the governing authority, and the glory of the Lord is coming forth, and it's being unveiled in such a way that the darkness is manifesting in full panic and in full trembling, lashing out as it's going down. It is what we are seeing. It is not a rising up of darkness. 
It is a nearness of the Lord in his majesty and glory. And it is a rising up of his bride, of his church. And the darkness is going down, kicking and screaming. Let's begin to stand up. Let's begin to stand up. I believe God is opening up spiritual eyes this morning for you across the room because we must see what he sees. We must see what he sees. Just begin to uh, close your eyes because this is about the eyes of your heart. This is about your spiritual eyes seeing what the Lord is doing. Seeing the Lord. Come on, begin to just receive it because the Lord is opening up eyes in the house to see things how God sees them. And I believe as you begin to see... I believe I see where someone is going to release a punch in the spirit to the opposing giants in your life, to the opposing giants in our land. It's a punch of glory. It's a punch of glory because seeing clearly is your punch of glory. Thank you, Jesus. Someone's spirit is being set free right now because you're seeing clearly. Someone's mind is being set free right now because you can see, because you can see. Look into his eyes of fire. Look into his eyes of love, and you will see with the eyes of heaven. You will see what the odds actually look like. And you will see that the glory of the Lord surrounds you, sons and daughters. Thank you, Lord. Priests and kings, you are awake. You are awake, priests and kings. And the Lord says in his word, this is what he says in his word. Didn't I tell you, believe and you will see the glory of God. Believe and you will see the glory of God. The Lord has inaugurated the church in our nation and it's time to go to work. It's time to see clearly and go to work. The family of God is ready to be the ecclesia on the earth. And if you're ready to be the ecclesia on the earth, I want you to begin to lift up a shout to the Lord. Begin to lift up a shout to the Lord in the house. Can we have... Thank you, Jesus. Can we have the children come in? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, children. We're going to bring the children in this morning for this. Hallelujah. Can we begin to celebrate our children as they come in this morning? Hallelujah. Children, come on in. Come on up front, children. We celebrate you. We celebrate you, children. This is the future. These are the burning ones, the young burning ones. The young burning ones are rising and shining. Come on, children. Come on up, up front. Come on, kids. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, kids. Spread out all across. Stay standing, but spread out across. You're going to do this with us, children. Come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can we get the older class in here as well? They're coming? Yeah, come on. 
Hallelujah. There they come. Yeah, give it up for our children. Hallelujah. <laughs> the young burning ones. Hallelujah. I'm going to release this, and I want to ask you, children included all across the house, if you would lift your hands into the heavens as we agree in power together. Just lift your hands, children. All the children, let's stand up, children. Stand up, children. Release. Yeah, you're a part of this. You are powerful, children. Release, release this with us. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. We, the church. We, the church, we will build a house for the nation. We will be a lighthouse for this nation. And we will reach the nations of the earth. We, the church, we will be bold as lions. We, the church, we will stay awake and we will wake others up. We, the church... We will operate in a compassion that leads to resurrection power. We, the church, we will be a plumb line of righteousness in our city, in our nation, and in our world. We, the church, we will fight the right battle because we will bless what God is blessing and we will only do what we see the Father doing. We, the church, we will receive the spirit of Caleb and be of a different spirit as we follow the Lord fully and inherit which he's given us. We will not settle, for we will pioneer. We will not be enslaved, for we will carry the heart of a warrior. We, the church, will be awakened in our authority, engaged in our responsibility, and commissioned by holy fire and love. We, the church, will raise our children to know like no other generation before them what it means for the kingdom of heaven to belong to them. We, the church, will raise the banner of the Lord our God higher than we ever have before. We will be culture transformers and righteous reformers. We will proclaim the good news of the gospel and set the captives free. We will heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, and cast out demons. We, the church, will walk in power and manifest His glory. We, the church, will walk in mountain-moving, giant-slaying faith. We, the church, will believe his ruling word and release his kingdom expansion on the earth. We, the church, will be prepared to steward the abundance of kingdom expansion. For as we arise and shine, we will look and be radiant. Our hearts will throb and swell with joy. The wealth of the seas will be brought to us and the riches of the nations will come. We, the church, will take our place and lead this nation in the ways of God. We, the church, will ascend your mountain, Lord, and stand in your holy place and say, lead us, for we are yours. We are yours. We are yours. We are yours, Lord. 
And we, the church, will begin to celebrate. Begin to celebrate, church. We, the church, will celebrate. Across the room, celebrate, church. By our celebration, by our celebration, the world will know that we are heirs to an unshaken kingdom. By our celebration, the masses will be drawn. By our celebration, King Jesus will be glorified. And by our celebration, the spirit of breakthrough is released. This is the spirit of breakthrough. This is the spirit of breakthrough. We carry it. You are the church. We are the church. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is breakthrough. We carry the spirit of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Give God praise. (laughs) All right, children. All right, children. All the children up here, begin to give God praise. Begin to shout. Begin to clap your hands because you carry breakthrough. You carry breakthrough. You carry breakthrough. You carry breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, you carry breakthrough. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hey, uh, the parents, if you are parents to these children up here, I want you to come up, up and join them. Come up and join the children that are up here. If your kids are up here, come on. And we kind of spread out and make some room. Hallelujah. Come on, parents. Thank you, Jesus. And church, what I want you to do is I want you to begin to bless these families. All across the room, just extend your hand towards them and bless these families. Bless these parents and these children. Right now, just release it. Begin to bless them. If we have some leaders around as well, you can begin walking around and blessing these families and these children and these parents. Hallelujah. Begin to bless them, church. This is the church. Hallelujah. Begin to bless them. Wisdom. Wisdom outpouring. Wisdom outpouring discernment. Discernment in the name of Jesus for these parents and for these families. Thank you, Lord. Abundance for the days ahead in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The glory of God and the strength of joy be released to these parents and children right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, just keep, keep blessing them. Keep praying for them and bless them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you feel led to kind of come up here and bless a specific family, this is the family of God. Do that. And what I want you to do for everyone under the age of 40, if you're under the age of 40, as we are leaving today, I want you to find someone above the age of 40, and I want you to ask them to ask them to bless you. All right, so begin moving around as we leave, and then I want you to bless them back. Okay, so we're going to bless the families and the children. And if you're under the age of 40, find someone of the older generation, someone above the age of 40, and say, hey, bless me. Bless me as I move forward. And I want you to bless them back because we're going to release a generational blessing in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Come on, church. Just love on one another. Love on one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you.